Hello and welcome to the Charlie's Book Club podcast. This is episode 19 and today we will be talking about The Red Pyramid by Rick Riordan. Rick Riordan. Ricky Rowe. Starting off with some ASMR. Rick Riordan. (laughs) (laughs) So the full title is The Kane Chronicles, The Red Pyramid. Because we are now in like... Do you say Percy Jackson and the Olympians and no, the I don't. Lightning Thief? But I'm saying it's an important distinction it because is. for people who have been listening to us talk about Percy Jackson for so long, it's this not. is not a Percy Jackson-focused book. No, it is not. It is. It I is. like this a lot. It and we're switching different. mythologies. Yes, it's um, Egyptian mythology instead of Greek or Roman. And I'm going to admit straight off the top, I finished this book... Three weeks ago, so like I, I remember. A long time ago too. <laughs> I remember broad strokes, but this might be a, a whole episode of us going like, "Oh yeah, what was that guy's name?" And okay, so this is one thing that I wanted to talk about right off the bat. Um, I kept messing up, messing up the Desjardins person and the evil guy, French guy's name. Oh yeah, what was that guy's name? I couldn't remember it. Like if I had just finished the book. I just can't remember their names. I just mix them up. I'm like, Desjardins, isn't that the best Yeah, name? I think that was a tricky thing for me in this one, too, because all of the names I'd gotten so used to in Percy Jackson, and like you kind of had those names repeated over and over over the course of five, six books, and now it's like remembering that, and like I, since I listened to it, there was like accents and stuff, too, like mm-hmm. the, the British accents, and mm-hmm. it, was, uh, it was interesting. So what's your overall... What's your overall vibe? How does it how does it feel relative to Percy Jackson? Like, did you like it as much? I liked it a lot. Um, I liked the characters a lot. They just seemed just pretty in depth, like mm-hmm. all the all the characters in the um, Percy Jackson books are, which yep. is just a great thing. Yep, that's his writing style. He really gets you into a character. What did you think about the brother sister dynamic? Um, I thought that was really cool. Um, instead of just like the friends thing. Um, it was interesting because like they're related, but like there was like the, um, different race thing that they were both annoyed with where like people would make rude comments, which I can definitely understand why that would be ignorant. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, Rick does a good job of introducing a diversity of characters, Mm -hmm. um, and different like backgrounds and different races and different sexual orientations and like i feel Mm -hmm. like as the books have progressed it seems intentional in a good way Mm -hmm. of like that if you're writing a book for kids who are in this time of life where they feel isolated and not really sure of who they are yet to have so many different characters that like anyone can find the one that feels like them and have a relational experience through that Mm -hmm. so um, what did you think about the switch to Egyptian mythology? I liked it a lot. Um, I liked how they weren't demigods. They like, mm. um, they were like the um, pharaoh's blood, which I thought was an interesting change. Yeah, yeah. The the whole you're not half god, half person. You, you are, are full person, but also with full god. <laughs> magic capabilities being inhabited by a god. <laughs> yeah, it's like being possessed, but in a good way. Yeah, what do you think? So like, you know, everything is symbolism. What do you think the symbolism of the gods being inside of them are? Hmm. I think it's like kind of like hmm. 
like is it their potential like you know you yeah. have like a you hear stories of like a demon on one shoulder and an angel on the other yeah the gods are little, kind of both yeah it was a little different they wanted to like fully take them over so they were fighting with like their own autonomy and not wanting to be given over mm -hmm. and that maybe there's an interesting thing there of like is there something in they could fully give themselves over to something and be way more powerful but they wouldn't be themselves anymore yeah there's a thing about power there like they yeah. definitely could become like much much more powerful but they figured out how to not do it because they don't they don't need to be that powerful and they know that they're not going to be the same yeah, yeah, there was definitely an element of I could give my body completely over to you, but you may, one, make me more powerful, but then you might also destroy me. And then mm -hmm. you could, you know, dump me for basically another host. Yeah. Yeah, that is a, it's an interesting book. It's got a whole bunch of different layers that, There's so many layers. that the Percy Jackson ones approach from a different way. Dang, now I can't see all the <clears> questions. You moved it to a different screen. Well, I'm, I'm asking you the questions. No well, one wants to hear a 38-year-old man expound on children's books. Well, I want to read you the questions. <laughs> well, you're here too. It's not me asking myself questions. Um, so, yes, yeah, so we talked about how it's a brother-sister story and they switch narration, which that's kind of classic for Rick Riordan of like mm -hmm. switching who the narrator is. Mm -hmm. um, did you like the dual narration and yes. did it add to the story or did it get confusing at all? I think it added to the story. Um, it didn't get confusing because they had different voices in the audiobook. So Yeah. That did help. Because if it was like the same voice, it'd be like, wait, who's reading this now? Wait, and there's there the funniest sides too of like them just being brother, sister and like needling each other. Mm -hmm. um, I think it helps a lot because there's sometimes where like Sadie was unconscious. So like, and that was like in a um, thing where like Carter was telling the thing. So it wouldn't have made sense if it was like, I blacked out. There's like three hours that passed. Yeah. Otherwise you'd have to shoehorn like expositionary dialogue of like, when I came to, my uncle said, and then tell the entire story. Yeah. Like, so no, that, that makes sense. Um, favorite characters of, I mean, like, let's take aside the main characters. Uh. Well, okay. Of the two main, who do you Sadie. like? I think I like Sadie better too. I, I like them both in the different ways. Um, I like Carter because he seemed a lot more like level headed and, um, kind of more grounded. Mm -hmm. Um, Sadie, because she was just wild and really funny. Yeah. Yeah, I think it relate more to Carter, but like I found Sadie more entertaining. Mm -hmm. it's kind I also of liked like, her accent. It's kind of like me and your mom. I was like, I'm definitely more level-headed, but mom's more exciting to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> Hence her very successful podcast. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk magic system. Like the the powers, the it's not it's not like Percy Jackson y of like you're born with I this. got mad and then toilets ex exploded. It's like, no, I said something and focused. Yeah. So do you, I mean, it's kind of a mix between Percy Jackson and Harry Potter. Did you enjoy that? I enjoyed that. It was, um, I liked it more because like kind of everyone had the, it's kind of like, um, they all had the same, like not all the same, but um, they all had the potential. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Of like, there's something in there of same potential. Since they are all of, so is it be is it because are all the people who are magic? That's what I was confused about. They were like, can like anyone do it if they knew the words, or is it that there is this subgroup of people because they're descended from the pharaohs? But they acted mm -hmm. like it was special. Um, the 
Cain siblings were descended from the pharaohs and not like, oh, yeah, there's a hundred other people who were. Yeah, like, that's true. They were special so maybe they just have better capability. They're kind of, uh, it's kind of like how Harry isn't necessarily, I mean, he is more powerful, but it's, he's one of many powerful. Yeah. It's not like, yeah. Okay. Okay. It's not like. I'm trying to like figure this out in my head in real time. Like Doesn't make um, for the best podcast. <laughs> wait, what's her what's her name from the um Keepers of Lost Cities book? Oh God. You're Chloe? <laughs> what's her name? I forget too. <laughs> I wanna say it like randomly while you're talking, but uh, okay. We'll record that one in a couple of days, release it in a week. But anyway, she's my head on way one. more powerful than anyone and it just kind of annoys me. Yeah, yeah. When there's like a an uber powerful person that like no one could compare to. <laughs> yeah, she's like twelve. And okay, so now okay, so we both like Sadie. What about side characters? Side characters. Um in the beginning, um, Bass was like mid, but then like they really found out like Rick really found out how to make you like connected to her and like feel sad when she was gone. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was probably going to be mine. My funnier slash like who was most amusing is the <laughs> um, monkey who plays basketball. That was awesome. I forget his name. Uh, Khufu. 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 Yeah. I feel like um, Bass was like a chaotic aunt vibe. Yeah, definitely. Like. She steals cars. Like badass. Like we don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to be fun when she's around. It's going to be cool. <laughs> um, so with the villain in this one, mm -hmm. uh, did you, did you like fall for the red herring of like, it's the, so I'm, I'm trying to remember now with they me. wanted you to think it was the evil French guy, right? Yeah. But then who was it actually? It was, um, the uncle. Yeah, so the uncle, and it gave but you clues, but he didn't mean it, yep. It's like that thing where they're like, it's this person, but then they like give you proof that it's not, and then they give you proof that it is, then it ends up being it. Um, There was something in this book that was kind of like other villains in a lot of other things, mm. where there's like a big overarching villain, and then there's a smaller villain. Yep. There's like a big overarching villain that no, that like only like a few group of people actually believe is like what is happening about them mm -hmm. and then like there's the other villain that doesn't believe them and stuff like that so that happens in harry potter with voldemort and like the ministry yep yep yeah so like there's the the basically the ministry within this book was that group of the magicians the house yep and so they they were like kind of fighting the battle on two fronts like they believed they believed the main villain was they believe Set was like out there, but they thought that using God powers to fight that was bad because they mm -hmm. didn't think that like magicians and gods should mix it all. Um, where do you think it goes from? Like, what do you think happens next? Like, where do you think this series? How many books are in this series? Um, three, I think. Four? Okay. And do they, sure. do you know if they all focus on? Um, the same people. Yes. Same people. Yes, okay. they're all the same people. Um, so they're obviously going to like defeat like. So they didn't like completely defeat um, like Set. Yeah. Where was it at the end? Like this is what I defeated the snake instead. Yep. Which only Sadie could see for some reason. Well, it was, that was because she was holding the feather. 
Yeah, but the snake like sucked him up into the sky, right? It must not be very fun because we're just listening. We're just talking about a book that we barely know anything about. <laughs> we're doing our best. <laughs> I think the book had so much, like, I think it was a really well-written book. Yes, it was. But I think there were so many new things introduced mm -hmm. that, like, I wasn't familiar with. So, like, with Percy Jackson, there was a bit of a shorthand of, like, they would be facing a monster based on a myth, and you knew the myth. Mm -hmm. Now you're, like, learning the monsters, learning the myth, and then learning, like, what that myth is about as you're going. So mm -hmm. there's no shorthand. Mm -hmm. Like if you wrote a book that was about a superhero, but it was loosely loosely based on the Bible, mm -hmm. I would be like, oh, okay. You know, that guy's Noah, that guy's Paul. I know where this one's going. Mm -hmm. Like I wouldn't take so much brain power to like stay focused on all of it and retain it, I mm -hmm. think. But it's kind of like if there was a superhero book based on like the 12 like sacred books from like Hinduism. Yeah. Like you don't know them. You yeah, it would be a them. whole different thing of like, I'd be like, I could name maybe one Hindu god, so I could yeah. maybe do two. Shiva. Shiva. You know that today. Vishnu. Vishnu. Uh, Hanuman oh, no. is the monkey one. Okay. Let's just stop. Go. <laughs> move on. Let's move on. We're going to say Welcome something to wrong. Welcome to naming religious things that we don't know about wow. with Charlie Brunswick. Could definitely go after her. It's all her fault. To me. <laughs> Um, okay, so where do you think, where do you think the, what's your prediction for like where this story goes? Um, I think they are going to, I think there's going to be like some returns. Like I think they are going to get, somehow they're going to get Bass back. That's, that's, that's just like a wishful thinking thing. Yeah. I really hope they do. Because she's cool. Um, I think that it's going to move on to, I think they might go to like that academy Mm -hmm. or something because it said like at the end when they were driving they were on the road or something they okay. were like driving around did they somewhere. mention are there multiple academies is it like a um half blood hill and gosh no and uh that's why i shouldn't Jupiter. record yeah i shouldn't record in the afternoon when i'm tired <laughs> let's record at 6 a.m because it's before school <laughs> probably best at like 10 30 in the morning good idea that's probably when i'm funniest <laughs> keep you home from school record a podcast Sounds sorry good. charlie can't come to school today she has to record a podcast signed dad um okay so you think they're going to go to some kind of academy uh where do you think it goes with the house of magic people um i think they are like they believe them but um i think they'll be kind of distant because they're like oh these children were right about this and mm. we weren't <laughs> Do you think people will believe them that they're no longer inhabited by the gods? Um, hmm, I think they will believe them, but I don't think they will like, they'll be kind of confused. They'll be like, wait, what? And you how? Let them leave. Yeah. So like this story could get interesting because they've accomplished all these amazing things in the first book, but a lot of it was with the help of the gods. So the next one could be almost like a reset Mm -hmm. And now they could have even minor challenges that they're going to struggle to get through because they don't know the magic yet. Yeah. They don't know the incantations and how things work. Uh, and they no longer have gods in their head telling them what to do. Mm -hmm. That could get buried. Oh, we got to talk about the the big avatar things that form around them. That was cool. That was one of my favorite things of like, they basically have a big mech suit that like is the equivalent of them that fights and is like yeah. 20 feet tall. That's that, that. I really thought that was cool. 
that's a cool superpower. I want that. Because mm-hmm. then you still feel like it's you doing like the punching and the mm-hmm. sorting and all that. Um, okay, so this one followed the classic. <laughs> I think you asked me early in the book, like, what do you think is going to happen? And I went, they're going to need to go on a quest and they're going to need to visit several cities across the country and across the world where they will learn interesting things about each place and its significance. What was your favorite place or thing that you learned of the places they went? Um, I, hmm. I like the chili farm where they... <laughs> <laughs> when they had to open up a silo of salsa. <laughs> yes. And feed the huge lion. It was a lion, right? It was a lion lady thing. And lion then she lady. turned into a cow. And then so, she died. <laughs> spicy cow. <laughs> it was hilarious. Um, I think I liked Memphis because I've been to that mm-hmm. pyramid. That was cool. And they, I think they, um, I think they referenced that it was like a stadium or something, but it's not, uh, they didn't, did they say it's a Bass Pro Shop now? Uh, the, the, like, um, the pyramid in the Memphis pyramid? is now a giant bass pro shop, I believe. Yeah. I, I think, think that it's was the pyramid in Egypt. I don't know. <laughs> I've heard about that though. Um, I don't think they did mention that, but that is funny. Um, I read it when I was like reading the book, I read it as Thoth, but it's Thoth. 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 Yeah. I liked it. He was a cool character. He was cool. I always like the knowledge people. Knowledge in people. book. In like in any of these books, I was like the person who knows everything. I think that's a thing I would like to be. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting that it was like a professor, which was just like, yeah, there's just a god chilling, being a professor. Just being a professor, rewriting the curriculum. Um, okay, so with the Percy Jackson TV series coming out and the two movies already existing, do you think this book and book series- They're making a Netflix. Oh, they're making a Netflix one of this? Yes. Because oh, the King Chronicles is not owned by Disney. Oh, they just own the Percy Jackson series. Yes. Rick Riordan's making that money. Yes, he is. They're making a King Chronicles one on Netflix. Cool. When does that come out? I don't know. It's like it's not one of the things where it's like already given a date, but it's just like in the making. So yeah. And it's nice because it doesn't feel like I feel like with the way Rick Riordan writes. And the kind of characters getting back to kind of the diversity thing, it feels like it's already ready-made for the media climate it's today of the characters. It's not like taking a bunch of white characters and then being like, oh, we got to make this one black. Mm-hmm. It's like he writes diversity into his books. So like yes. you can see it in your head and then you can see it on a movie screen and it's already built in. So yeah. like you don't have the weird like, why is that character now a girl? And also Native American when like the storyline of that person wasn't that like yeah um they did do they did do that with Annabeth in the um Disney thing but that's just a Disney thing and like in the beginning of like that was in the beginning books and there was just like less diversity overall yep and as that was one of the first book books Rick ever wrote so like he like kind of moved on in diversity so like Kind yeah. Of By the time rude. you got to the end books, it felt like you know, like Le- the seven was Leo's like super diverse, and like everyone in the, um, in the seven were diverse except for the existing characters. So yeah, yeah, I like that. It's cool. Yeah, cool. Um. All right. Well, so where does this feel like it ranks for you? Um. Better than 
some of the Percy Jackson books. I liked like the Percy Jackson, not the Heroes of Olympus. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked that it was kind of just like, it was kind of more funny and uh, funnier, sorry. Yeah. Um, and just more modern, honestly, because the um, original Percy Jackson books were written in like the early 2000s, yeah. 2010s. So like, it was like, Percy took, I actually remember this, Percy took a Blackberry from a person <laughs> on the street to call Annabeth. Like, what? Like, he picked up a Nokia phone and chucked hey, it at Kronos. Nokias were great phones. I miss Nokia phones. They were awesome. Well, too bad. They were also indestructible. You yeah, could drop one of those that. things and they had nothing. You might break the ground before you broke the phone. Percy oh. threw a Nokia at Kronos and killed him. <laughs> and killed him immediately. Nothing is more powerful than a Nokia. Um, all right, Wit, what, where else do you want to go with this? Um, I could talk about more just Percy Jackson stuff. I'm getting a little sister and my friend to read the Percy Jackson books, and that makes me so happy. I'm very proud of you for doing that, although Ty has been blowing up my phone all afternoon, <laughs> messaging me about the difference between the Percy Jackson movie and the book, because she's just reading the book for the first time, and she is just amazed that they would have changed so many things, and why did they leave this out? <laughs> yeah, the movies weren't too good on the details. We watched the movie last week with Grandma. So. Oh, you did? Okay, so it's fresh in her mind. I was going to say, like, yeah. geez, she's remembering stuff that I didn't even remember, and I watched <laughs> the movie two or three times and read the book once. and Yeah. That's cool. So um, you'll get the second one on Audible. Yep. Yep. So what's the name of the next one? Do you remember? No. Probably get All right. We'll get to the next. So just to give kind of a teaser for people, we have a few ideas coming up for episodes. So obviously we're launching this one today. We are going to be recording with a special guest this week on what's the name of the other book? Keepers, Keepers of the, of the Lost, Lost Cities. Keepers of the Lost Cities. Uh, we will start reading the next in the Kane Chronicles. And you have finished this book um, that I have to also start. the Trials of Apollo. What's that? The Trials of Apollo too. Do we not do the trial? We haven't done that yet. Oh my God. We got to record so many podcasts. We've got so much stuff coming up, you guys. So this we have to do like- Trials of Apollo. Um, and then I'm going to start reading Lemony Snicket's. Um, who would that be at this hour? It's a great book. It's like a mystery. Cool. It's not too long. It's like probably like 200 pages. Okay. So that's going to be like what? Like a six hour book? Yep. If that? Okay. So I can probably knock that out this week. We'll record the other one in a couple of days. We'll release that next week. Then we'll we'll just keep rolling. We'll just keep recording stuff and putting out content. We have like, we should probably like save some of them. Maybe do them like two weeks apart because we... Oh, yeah, because we usually release yeah, recording. two or three weeks. So, yeah, maybe that's what we'll do. We'll get some in the can so that uh, when we do something like go on vacation in the winter, we have something that can be put out. We're going to we... save them that long? I don't know. We'll see. I don't want to save them that well, long. We have so many. I mean, we're, we're talking about like we have this one today and then we have like two or three to record very soon. I don't so. think we have enough to last till like January. Dad. I don't know. The people are patient. It's mostly grandma listening anyway. <laughs> it's grandma. <laughs> My one teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the teachers and grandmas out there. Um, and the teacher grandmas. Any other thoughts on this one? Anything we didn't cover or things that were awesome? Not really. All right. Cool. We'll wrap this one up. You want to say bye? Hello. <laughs> you, wow. You really botched that. <laughs> you were trying to say bye and you said hello. It's the worst goodbye ever. I am Who are you, Adele? Hello.
Bye. Bye. I'm really bad at this.